Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Happy Monday. Happy Monday, happy Monday. Okay, so I'm gonna just jump right in because I know you're on set. So the first question is, how would you introduce yourself to people who are unaware of you? How do I introduce myself to people who are unaware of me? Yes. Ooh. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, know. Um, <laughs> I say my name. My name is Paula Garces. How are you? Um, and then I just, you know, try to be nice. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, if it's in the... If it's uh, business related, I um, I'm very vocal about what I'm doing and what I'm trying to do. Um, so I would say I'm an actor, I'm a director, I'm a producer, I'm a mom, um, I'm an artist. Uh, who are you? What are you? Up to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. That's how I make myself be known. <laughs> Perfect. Um, the second question is um, so I'm very excited to be interviewing you. You're a successful actress, producer, and now uh, adding co-creator of the video game Aluna, uh, Sentinel of the Shards. Would you say the same tenacity that you had to become a successful actress applied to co-creating Aluna? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think um, definitely creating Aluna was a, uh, was definitely me trying to expand myself as an artist. I had been very lucky um, and had um, some success uh, as an actor um, from a very early age and, and just was blessed that it kept going, right? And then I was introduced to um, the world of Comic-Cons. And when I went to San Diego for the first time, I was like, wow, <laughs> people are here. There was people of all kinds of colors and creeds and backgrounds. And I was so happy that everyone was into characters and reciting lines from movies and uh, reading comic books and just and getting dressed up as their favorite character. Like all of that was was basically how I grew up, how, how I spent my childhood. It, it's the reason why I became an actor. And then um, I very quickly realized, like, oh, my God, this was back in 2008. There are no Latino superheroes. Yeah. What is this that, <laughs> I, that I knew of? And then uh, I, nothing that could really represent POC, people of color, um, in a positive light. And so um, it inspired me to go back home and sort of create my own comic book. Okay. And it just grew from there. I love that. Um, so it kind of touched on it. Uh, what I really liked about Aluna was the mix of like folklore, history, and obviously the strong female role, which um, obviously is in your likeness and uh, you voice it. So um, you kind of touched on on already, but um, is there anything else that you want to add for why you want to bring this character to life? Yeah, a lot of it had to do with my own ignorance, right? Uh, I grew up in New York. Um, my both my parents are Latino, and it just was a lack of understanding on my part, um, and ignorance on my part of what my history was. What, where do I really come from? How do how did Latinos get to uh, the U.S. and mm -hmm. what was that like? And why um, is the Latino community kind of segregated in its in its on its own? You know, and I kind of wanted to create a superhero that would unite us. And not just Latino people, also uh, African-Americans and uh, Anglo-Saxon. And I just really wanted Europe, South America, the Caribbean, Central America, you know, African cultures all to come together and, and really see themselves 
in Aluna because Aluna is based in a lot of the Inca and Aztec mythology, which includes really everyone on the planet. And it's all about appreciating the planet, appreciating one another, and, and just creating this superhero that everyone uh, could look could look at and see themselves in and through her struggle um just make an adventure out of it where what if you know there was a superhero that gave conquistadors a way to go yeah like how different would our histories be a lot basically the big philosophical question okay but we definitely uh as a team try to make aluna sentinel of the shards just fun a lot of fun and celebrating a different culture that hasn't really had that much light as far as video games go perfect i'm like actually really excited when uh veronica sent it to me i was like oh my god this looks so cool and so i'm very excited for it um yeah i was like oh my gosh like i um so like obviously call of duty i play with my brother a lot so like obviously the typical like shooting games and like and um oh oh and uh war warcraft like i'm gonna just nerd out told a little bit so when i saw this i was like no way i was like oh my gosh i totally need to get this so i'm very excited it looks really cool thank you i hope you get it i hope you recommend it it's a top-down rpg game and uh we just had a ball making sure that the world was something reflective of, of our culture uh, you know, there's a lot of mysticism, so we mix a lot of, you know, we, we play with history a bit, but we, we mix it up with a lot of mysticism, and, you know, our culture uh, calls for a lot of superstition, exactly. so there's a lot of, you could, you know, people will definitely see and identify different folklore and different, you know, mystic creatures and stuff like oh i've yes. heard of chupacabra before oh my god yes <laughs> oh my gosh from brazil oh my god yes i am super excited but um i, I invisible oh. city i don't know if you've seen it but it talks about that that's just yes. a little um side thing but yes oh my gosh so excited yes. so i'm gonna go into the next question before i go on a tangent um i'm obsessed with online block and i'm seriously Yay. waiting for i've been obsessed since the first season like i like been I it's it's a sickness and I'm waiting for season four like I don't understand what's taking so long and I and only because I was devastated by the end of season three I literally had to rewatch it five times to comprehend what happened and I'm so confused so my question is what do you well, enjoy most about portraying Jenny and is there a hint of what season four is going to look like because I really really want to know well, thank you for being obsessed and for having a sickness. Because, because of you, because of the, our audience, we have the three seasons that we have. And I will tell you this. Uh, I am on set right now. Today is day one of oh shooting for season four. So oh you're definitely gosh. getting a scoop there. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, I'm, we, I'm on set as we speak. I am about to film uh, the first scene the, of the season. And what is new? I mean, we we left off season three with them having a flash forward, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that were revealed about the flash forward. And we are picking up this season right where the flash forward left off. Oh, my gosh. So there's going to be some growth to our characters. <laughs> there's going to be some things that happened. And for those of you who say, oh, it's taking too long, bless you, thank you for feeling that it took too long. And we, the actors, trust me, if you, the audience, was anticipating and anxious and stressed out about this season, 
so were the actors. They really <laughs> wanted to come back to work. Obviously, because of the pandemic, of um, there was a while there where it wasn't safe enough to do so. But I will tell you right now, like being on set, I was very inspired about what Netflix uh, is doing and all the protocols uh, that are, you know, being all the precautions that are being taken to keep the actors safe and to keep everyone, the crew, um, and everyone that works on our show safe to do so. So. Um, just pray for us. Make sure that no one gets it. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, we're all doing our part. And so, yeah, today's the first day. Uh, that's really all I can tell you. <laughs> Perfect. I can't tell you any story points. <laughs> that's uh, fine. That's good enough. And I don't want to be selfish. Go rewatch re that last season. Go rewatch all the three seasons. And, and especially rewatch that last season so you could see uh, where we're going to pick off. From. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And then. Um, and yes, I hope everyone is definitely safe, but you know, that's the most important thing. I'm just yeah. being selfish, but um, list five things you can't live without. Five things I can't live without. Yes. Oh my God. I'm going to be so corny because obviously my kids and my family, can that count as one? My kids, my Sure. Family, yes, friends? definitely. Is that one? Yes, okay. I can be one. My kids, my family and friends, that's one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another thing. Food. I know this sounds really silly. <laughs> Obviously, people can't live without food. But you don't understand. Food is everything to me. I love to cook it. I love to eat it. I love to try new things. And, um, yeah, I am very, like, stereotypical that way as far as, like, what a Latina is supposed to be like. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, I love food. I love to cook. I've never been one to be, like, a hundred pounds, you know, just because I'm an actress or whatever. I yeah. can't, I can't do it. Um, because I, yeah, I like to eat. I love empanadas oh, and yeah. Mexican food Who and doesn't? Central American food, like pupusas and like, it's just all of it. All of it. All right. If you're shooting in and LA. Then, oh, sorry. Sorry. Continue. I'm, uh, am I, am I what? I'm saying if you guys are shooting in LA, the best, me like when growing up, I used to go to LBJ's. It's in Redondo. I don't know where you guys are filming, but they have the best bean and cheese burrito. So that's just a little like LBJ's. Ooh. So good. It's in Redondo. I am writing it down. LBJ's. Like literally like me and my friend, we would ditch school in the mornings to have the breakfast burrito and then go ditch again at lunch to get the bean and cheese. It's life. LBJ's. It's so good. So LBJ's in Redondo. Yes. Got it. So right good. There. Yes. And then, okay. So now going back so now, you're on Thursday. Yeah. Like, so, okay. So one was family and friends. Yes. Right? Two was food. Yes. Which includes drinks. And just the other day, I celebrated my birthday. Oh, and birthday. I realized that I have a baby picture with my and my mom is holding me. And I'm and I'm a baby, and I'm reaching for the champagne bottle. <laughs> of course. <laughs> if anybody knows me, I love anything bubbly. Even my water has to have bubbles. Like I'm obsessed with seltzer water. I'm obsessed with uh, champagne, prosecco. So I love I love all of that. Okay, so that's number two. Oh my god, there's three to go. Yeah. Um, what can I live without? Your phone. Uh, I can't live. I um. Uh, you know what? I can live without my phone. Oh, okay. I can live without my phone. Actually, my family and friends complain that I don't pick up the phone, that I don't answer chat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can live. With, I'm, I'm one of those people that I, I can live. I can put it down Good. and live life wow. and really be in it. That's amazing. But I also love to document it. I love to. I love photography, so I can't live without. I can't live without my camera. Okay. 
um, whether it be because of, you know, whether it be via phone or any other camera that I have. So, yeah, I'm that annoying person. <laughs> I love to take pictures. I like to document the moment. Uh, that's, is that three or four? Uh, that's number three, three, so you have two more. Okay, two more. I can't live without music okay. and dancing. Music goes with dancing. And number five, I can't live... I can't live without... Oh, my God. This is so hard. There's so many things. Um, I can't live without art. Okay. Honestly, art to me is reflective of what is going on in life, whether it's beautiful or painful or happy or sad. Um, I think art is what keeps society moving forward and dreaming and achieving wonderful things. Perfect. So, yeah, perfect. Um, and so you kind of touched on this, how you love food, but when you're in work mode and you have late nights filming, what is your favorite go-to snack? Ooh, late night filming? Yes. Usually when we have a late night, there's some sort of food truck that magically appears on our <laughs> set. One of the perks of being on the job. <laughs> and uh, my favorite, I mean, usually it's like, a delicious taco truck, or I love coffee. Oh, me God. too. Coffee should have been one of the things I can't live without. I'll add that. I I'll add coffee. coffee. I'll add coffee. <laughs> yeah, so like a good taco and a good coffee truck. Perfect. Um, is one of the, my favorite things uh, of being on set. Perfect. Um, what is your favorite beauty staple? Uh, is it a bull look, the no makeup look, a uh, strong brow? Like, what is your favorite? Like on like your day to day, what is your favorite makeup look or beauty staple? I'm sorry. So my so my day to day, I don't wear any makeup and I don't do my hair. Meaning like I just let my hair be natural. Mm -hmm. Um, and for those that don't know, my hair is pretty much natural. It looks like the Takira wave. You know, I have very yes. wavy, very big hair, mm -hmm. and I have a lot of it. Oh, so beautiful. when you see me walking around in the street, people don't recognize me because. I just look like, you know, natural, yeah. wavy hair, and sometimes crazy. <laughs> um, and I'm, you know, I work out and stuff, so I'm just pretty much just no makeup, just moisturizer, and I'm trying to stay hydrated and, and work out. Perfect. Basically. That's why you still look 20. For, but then anybody who knows me knows that I cannot live without lashes. I love eyelashes. Really? So I like to put on individuals. I like strips. I like to do my lashes, um, but yeah, I love lashes. You I can do, do lashes your lashes? Things. Like, you can do them yourself? Yeah, I can do them No. Myself. That is impressive. You know what? I almost dotted my eye out trying, and it was a whole lash strip, <laughs> and I was like, never again. So, and then I tried with glue. It was like halfway on my eyelid. I was like, you know what? That's fine. I'll just keep piling on oh, that no, strip. I have, I have, sometimes I have those days where I have like the one eyelash that's like not gluing, and it's just like flying in the wind i have those days no but it was like in but the crease not... oh my god it's amazing that that's a talent right there i will say that's hard to do it yourself okay. <laughs> you say so yes i, I just put that under my talent <laughs> yes <laughs> eyelash um so what are you most excited about for people to experience with uh aluna the video game and uh the final season of on my block and seeing you as jenny like what are you most excited about for uh people so I am really I am really excited for anybody to play the game. Like to me, it's been a dream come true 
to actually create one and produce one and voice it and everything that entails about the production of this game. I am super excited and I just hope that people give it a chance, that they go buy it, um, that they love it, that they tell their friends. Because the more people um, support video games like the Luna, the more there is going to be a chance for women for powerful roles for women and for more POC to see themselves reflected in a positive light on video games and really take control and charge of that business. Oh. Um, so that's so that's really the main focus is that I hope that people like just love it and have fun and like that the whole family plays it when they can. And as far as on my blog, I hope uh, a lot of people watch it. I hope people watch it so much and that it becomes such a huge hit that we get another season. Oh my god, right? me too. I was I was devastated. The last season. Yeah, I did. I was like, well, I had to reread that. I said, what are you talking about, Netflix? I thought, yeah, so I hope so too. That. Well, Netflix is known to uh, respect what their audience wants. Oh. So if, their, if the audience wants it, um, their wish will be Netflix's command. Ooh, so that's good to that know. a lot of people wish for another season. Because as far as the intel behind the scenes, everybody that I have talked to, from Diego Tinoco to Jessica Maria Garcia to Jason to, I mean, just everyone, to Brett, Sierra, everyone would love another season. Oh, that's very good to know. Um, and then uh, what was your process for creating Aluna, like Sentinel of the Shards? What was your uh, process? Uh, what was the process? Well, yes. we started with the comic book first, mm -hmm. The World of Aluna. So for, for anybody that wants to really get into the whole story and her origins and the history, they should go to theworldofaluna.com and purchase uh, books one through eight, which are now available digitally or physical. And the artwork is beautiful. Um, the, the story is awesome. And so that's where we started. And then Aluna, uh, we licensed the, the likeliness of Aluna, the character, to an online video game called Heroes of Noor. And she very quickly became one of uh, their heroes' top ten. So she was chosen about 90,000 times a day worldwide at her peak. And that's really what gave us the motivation, right? We were like, okay, 90,000 plus people like to play her a day worldwide, I think. She can definitely head her own video game, oh, and so that, that that was the motivation. So we we grew as the audience grew for Luna. We we grew with the audience, and when the audience wanted something else, we gave the audience something else. So really, everything has been dictated by the audience, by the fans, by you guys. So whenever you guys want something, you go and buy it, and you ask for it, and then so that gives us enough lead way to go and create something else and keep the character growing and the IP growing. And so that's why I always try to tell people that they, they are the ones in command. I'm not in, I'm not in control really. I, I do what you guys want. I respond to the love that you show me. So if you show me some love, I'm definitely going to show you 10 times more. And, and, and vice versa. Perfect. I will try my best. <laughs> well, clearly you've done an amazing job. Um, and then the last and most fun question I like to say is what is your favorite way to unwind? My favorite way to unwind. So uh, 
with my family, playing, playing some video games with my son, with a nice little Prosecco or champagne glass on the side, and <laughs> maybe something sweet, like a piece of chocolate. Uh, very simple. Um, you know, I put on some music and I dance. And so even though the pandemic has been very sad in some ways, it has also given me um, a chance to, to really be home, be home with my kids family and really reflect on what's important and um yeah i mean being home and and my favorite way to unwind is just basically what i just what i just described but i also like those quiet moments where i take a moment and i start to let my imagination go wild and then when i'm focused enough i write it down and i start creating things because i think it's important um when i was little i would i would look up to people that looked like me right I, yeah. I, I was like oh my god Sophia Loren who's that I want yeah. to be like that one day and 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 so but there wasn't that many you no. know and now it seems like there is you know it's growing but we still have a way to go and so um my mission has always been to create space uh for people of color and to really create a voice to have a voice for uh to create jobs you know, I've been in uh, behind the scenes, working behind the scenes in production for a while. And one of the reasons that I was so motivated to do that is because I wanted um, talented people of color to, to really have a light and have a place where they could shine. So, um, yeah, that's my, that's my motivation. So that's I really nice. invite everyone to please visit theworldofaluna.com to go and follow at Aluna Superhero on Twitter and Instagram Perfect. to follow me if they like. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when the game drops, to, to purchase it and enjoy it and give me feedback. Awesome. I would love it. Thank you so much. Um, and yes, it will launch in April, so it's closer to the launch date. And did you have any questions for me before I let you go? No, no, you've been lovely. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you for so much. Oh, of course. And I just want to say, I remember watching the Clock Stopper movie with my brother. So, yeah, when you're talking about represent, I remember, like, I know it's such, like, I'm in here, obviously, Harold and Kumar, but I remember the Clock Stoppers, which was, like, forever ago. And I remember, I was like, oh my God. I thought you were, like, the coolest person in the world. So, it's really funny how things come yeah, full circle. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye, bro. Bye.